With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Why would you not want the pleasure while you're doing the work? Maybe it's it's just way too overwhelming. Like they, They like the, uh, or you know, the people who... Who tend to not like 69 who but still enjoy oral they just they they just enjoy the one-on-one part of it you know instead of two things going on at once it kind of takes it away from them which i can somewhat somewhat understand but yo sometimes you just gotta you know get in there have some fun some teamwork just get in there man just get in there that's a great yo, that's a great real point, talk man. real talk we're gonna get to some hockey talk but we're gonna stick to this too i know this is gonna happen all right I know for sure through tragedy, there's there's always something that that is beautiful that prevails, and a lot of people are going to be having babies in, in nine months. Real talk. If you living with your girl right now or your man, y'all y'all are having a lot of sex. That's just that's just true. That's just true. What else are you gonna do? What else are you gonna do? I got a friend that's in isolation, but he's been in isolation for three days. He's losing his mind. That's three days. Now imagine if you're with your girl and it's like day thirteen. I I, I guarantee the the count on the amount of times that y'all made some love. What, what is like up in the 150s and half those times are, are probably because you're bored and you got nothing else to do because yeah this is going to be a reality check yo shit's going to be crazy yeah, yeah straight up man i mean uh i can't wait to get myself out of self-isolation and, and, and get back in the bedroom to do my thing because uh <laughs> it's kind of hard being in self-isolation and uh you uh, know not being able to to drain the the tube of toothpaste uh, you know what the Yo, let's do this, man. The the tube of toothpaste. I'm telling you, this is probably the greatest hockey podcast of all time. One of them. Top five, top three, not two. Let's be real. Okay, you're listening to Silky and Filthy. Welcome all you silky studs to another episode of Silky and Filthy. We put the filthy in it in that intro, but hey, you know, we got to keep it loose. Times are tough, but, uh, you know, we got a lot of fun talk on this show. We got comedian Ty Lemon on the show, oh, I thought you were and I got say, Kyle oh, Bowen. Oh, What's man. going on, buddy? Yo, tell the ladies it's comedian. You got co- comedian Kyle Bowen with you, man. Comedian Kyle Bowen. That's how I'm feeling right now, yo. That's how I'm feeling yeah, right you're- now. You're the, you're the real comedian here, man. Hey, Let's be real. Hey, real talk. Ladies, I'll make you laugh. I'll make you laugh. You know, if you feel, you know, if you feel a little alone, you know, you you isolated and, you know, you want to slide in the DMs, Kyle Bowen, K-Y-L-E-B-H-A-W-A-N. I'm not there to flirt. I'm there to make you laugh. That's all, Trevor. That's all. <laughs> I'm there to make you laugh. That's all Yo, it is. We, can we put an ad out on Craigslist saying exactly that and just, and just see where it goes? You know, I guess in these times of self-isolation, there's not going to be a lot of uh, strangers meeting up with each other. But, uh, you know, you're going to find uh, you're going to find some real desperate, real interesting people out there, man. It, it, it could happen. I think we should give wow, a shot for people, you. People have to be interesting and desperate to, to be with me or talk to me. Is that what you're saying right there, bro? 
No, I'm saying in the times we're living in, everyone's in self isolation. Yeah, like, if, yeah. if a stranger's gonna go out yeah, and meet yeah, you, yeah, yeah, you know, like, who the fuck is this guy? Has he been? Oh, I don't want to meet nobody. Has he been tested for COVID? Has I don't want to meet nobody. For gonorrhea? Just, just slide in, slide in the DMs, yo. I'm ready, okay. I have through these times, I've somehow found a way to keep my spirit somewhat high, somewhat high. Is it dampered just a bit? Of course, I'm human, and my humans are hurting, and I'm hurting, but. I made up my mind. I, I know that I'm ready for the quarantine and when it comes to North America and everything is shut down because, yo, bro, I got my dog with me. Ladies, I got my dog with me, yo. Loki, 24-7, I'll be fine, bro. I'll be fine. I might have to buy an ounce, though. <laughs> Real talk. <laughs> that's just a fact, yo. Yeah, that's a, that's one of the stories that's kind of underrated around Vancouver is that some of the dispensaries are being shut down. Uh, I talked to one of my buddies today, probably the biggest stoner I know, and I asked about his his weed supply. I was like, how, how you doing, man? How you doing in these tough times? Because uh, he's, he's a tradesman. You know, a lot of these tradesmen right now, uh, jobs hits getting shut down. These guys are staying home. Uh, but he's uh, he's pretty happy with his weed supply. He says he's, he's not giving any out to friends, and he's just going to hunker down with his Nintendo Switch, his PS4, and, and just a big bag of that uh, sweet, sticky icky. Sweet, sticky icky? Is that actually the strand? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you can say the strand, bro. Come on, man. Is it some, uh, yo, at the end of the day, bro, a lot of people are going to be going through some interesting times and i know for sure you know people are going to be stocking up on the liquor and the marijuana and it, it is what it is at the end of the day we just we just want you staying home being in isolation and, and staying safe who knows what's going on i don't got fucking answers for you i really don't i'm just i'm just gonna listen to the people who are smarter than me and now there are a lot of people smarter than me don't get me wrong but but those people that have the dr in front of their names the doctors <laughs> whatever you say we doing that's all I'm saying, because this is fucked up. Yeah, speaking of doctors, I know we had a doctor on the network this week uh, on Power of the Towel. Uh, <laughs> Dr. Dangles himself, Tej Dollywall. Uh, if you haven't checked that out uh, during your isolation podcasting time, uh, go check out Power of the Towel with host Nick Bondi and Dr. Dangles himself, Tej Dollywall. Uh, so we got doctors on the network, too. It's not just two idiots like you and me going back and forth. Man. We actually got real doctors yeah, on we here. we got real people. And Nick Bondi, he is, he is destined to save some lives. He really is. I think he is. He has found his purpose. And, and there's no humor in that. I see the passion in this dude's eyes. He really wants to make sure that the people, the humans, are, are safe through these weird times. And, and Bondi, I just... I just Here's some advice for Bondi, okay? And this is this is some advice for a lot of people right now. Don't worry, we'll get to hockey. It's been, how long has it been? We haven't talked about one thing hockey, though. We're going to do it. Don't get me wrong. Bondi, though. Bondi and, and the rest of you. Stay off the internet just a bit, okay? Real talk. Stay off just a bit because no matter what, especially in this climate, you're going to see something, for lack of a better word, negative, and it's going to drain you. Uh, again, I, I understand that you have to know the facts and take care of your family, take care of your people, but the, the facts will always be there try your best to just just seek out something else during this time of downtime real talk because because there is somewhere in there there's some positivity somewhere i know it's fucked up to say that maybe a bit selfish but make the most of all this free time that you're going to have now try your best yeah, make the most of it. I think a lot of people right now are they're glued to their TV sets, they're glued to all these breaking news press conferences. Yeah. But you're right. I think you need to kind of find your solace, 
find something happy. If you do go to the internet and you're a Canucks fan, go to NucksBizConnect.com. There we go. Great content Ooh, coming guy, out. My guy, yo, my I, guy. I got, I got, out. I got plans for the site. It's the managing editor saying I got plans for the site coming up. Just been trying to been trying to tie up work things first at the day job, uh, but I'll have some time now that I'm hey, in self isolation hey, to get shit done for the site. Uh, I know we got to talk some hockey here on we the do, episode, obviously, Kyle. One of the things I wanted to talk about uh, are the biggest jokes of the NHL season so far. You know, we're it. gonna we got to talk about jokes, man. We got we, we got comedian to, we Kyle Bowen on the other side here. We got uh, comedian Ty Lemon coming up on the program later. So uh, I, I want to talk about some of the biggest jokes of the NHL season so far. Do Do you have any jokes? in mind first and foremost in terms of the nhl this season before i get into a oh, couple shit. here that's a that's a good one i mean you can't call you can't call detroit a joke i know they have what like barely Ooh. 40 points i don't think you can call them a joke because last year when they got eiserman it just kind of bought them time you know and everyone knew what was coming so i, I don't want to waste this precious time that we have on this earth on detroit they're doing what they're doing in in all honesty i, I guarantee their people they, they don't consider this a joke, you know? They don't consider what their team is doing on the ice a joke. This is reality. They, they, they were expecting this. Who the fuck plays for the Red Wings? Nothing was going to happen there. Real talk. Nothing was going to happen there. As far as real jokes go, man, there's so much parody in the league. It's it's kind of hard to find, but I'm going to go back to to what I do best, and, that, and that's trash the Arizona Coyotes. Real talk. Oh, that was my first one. Oh, great job, man. You go for it. You yes. go for it. <laughs> no, you can't. I'm going to say it again. I bring this up all the time, but the proof is in the pudding. It's on the internet. This team, a couple years ago, John Chica led the charge and was like, yo, we're going to write this letter to our fucking fans and tell them that there are no more excuses. Yet they still suck year after year. Now, this year, they make that big trade for Taylor Hall, and they're under 500 since that trade has been made. Yes, have they dealt with injury? Injury, sure. But no more excuses. No more excuses. Real talk, man. This this was looking to be looking to be like John Chico's last year if things were going to go south. We see the new owner there. He seems a little bit more ambitious than what we've seen in the past there. And change has to happen. And we did talk to we did talk to Silverman and she she said that the fans would not be happy. They they wouldn't be happy if this team wouldn't make the playoffs. I I think, I think they have all the right. Even even if there's only eight thousand of them, of those diehard fans in, in Phoenix it, or Arizona. I'm sorry. I'm not really sorry. In Phoenix, <laughs> this is just bullshit. Now it's bullshit. It's bullshit. And if you want to look at the trades that were made prior for guys like Stefan, come on. This is bad. This is bad. Real bad. Yeah, we're talking about a team with the second longest playoff drought in hockey. It's been since 2012 since they even made the playoffs. Uh, even if they went to the conference finals that year, that's way too damn long for any franchise to be out of the playoffs, man. Shout out Buffalo Sabres as well. Uh, another joke. We'll kind of pass over them a bit. Oh, but yeah, no, you that might be a Coyotes. bigger joke. That might be a bigger joke. Okay, you go first and we'll talk about Buffalo, but you go. All right, all right. Oh, I, I, you just look at the trailer, the Taylor Hall trade in uh, in Arizona, you know. This is a year where you make that trade for Taylor Hall and knowing that you damn well could lose him, you have to make the playoffs. And they bottomed out, and I know they're going to blame use injuries as an excuse. They've been banged up, but they were banged up last year too. It's like how many how many years in a row can you use that as an excuse? And I do wonder now if this whole uh, coronavirus issue will... Will it buy the Coyotes any any lenience? I don't think so. I mean, they, they were falling out of the hunt as it is. So uh, I don't know, man. I think that 
John Chaika, you know, I know Bondi asked the question as well. Who's the bigger fraud, Dubas or Chaika? I think it's obviously got to be John Chaika right now, man. Ooh, I don't think that's even close. John Chaika, man. John Chaika, man. I just, man. It's, I, I, it's, I like it's, ballsy it's, moves, but, you know, these ballsy moves have to pay off. You trade a, a seventh overall pick. You trade assets for Taylor Hall. You know, these moves got to pay off eventually, and they haven't really for Arizona. Yo, it's, it's a failed first attempt. Real talk. I'm not. I'm, we're not here trying to say that Chaika's never going to land another job. He doesn't know shit about hockey. But it is what it is, and this is a failed first attempt. I mean, since he got there, his whole plan started with taking dead contracts, picking up all these assets, doing his thing, being this fucking genius. And years and years and years later, the team is is still failing. Like, what what's going on there? I think it's more of a cultural issue within the organization. When you go to Arizona to play hockey, are there real expectations? I don't know. I don't think so because it happens year after year. But let's go talk about Buffalo, too. Real talk. Real talk. And I'll put a disclaimer out there. You know, we're, we come from Vancouver. We cheer for the Vancouver Canucks. We love the Vancouver Canucks. It is what it is. We know that they've failed in many regards, too. And and let's be real. Prior to this estimate that we all have about how the playoffs are going to work now when the league comes back, the Canucks would make it. But let's be real, yo. The Canucks were falling. They were falling. Yeah, like, like, yo, yeah, the city's got to know that too. The fans know that they were fucking free falling. Look at the numbers. Look at the last twenty five games. They probably weren't going to make the playoffs based on how they were playing. So we know we're lucky, and it may sound like we're trashing your city, but come on, Arizona, real talk. That there's no more excuses. Like the real talk. There's no more excuses now. Buffalo, yo, it's 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 looking like it's looking like Jack Eichel's going to give them an ultimatum next year. You know, do something or. Or I'm gone because he's passionate, man. You've heard his interviews on, on like the spitting chicklets. I mean, he loves Buffalo. He wants to win, though. And and this has been an embarrassment, embarrassment, bro. You know, being the cousin of the Buffalo Sabers, real talk. We're, we're cousins. We came in at the same time. Uh, I I'm ash- I'm ashamed to be connected to that organization. I really am. Oh, look at I, that. Don't, Pull don't the even, shame card don't out. Don't come to the dinners. Buffalo, don't man. come to the dinners. Nobody wants to see you at the fucking dinner table. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Buffalo, man, it's, it's again, the failure to build around their bigger pieces. I think for Arizona, they, they never really had that big piece to begin with. Uh, they got one in Taylor Hall, who's likely going to walk out the door. But in, in Buffalo, it's just a, such an absolute failure to build around those big pieces. And I don't know, man. I guess you look at their drafting, too, and, you know, they drafted Alex Nylander, who looks like a bust, um, and then they recouped not much for him. Uh, Henry Okaharu, I guess, is an okay defenseman, but you talk about a top-10 pick in Nylander. Um, Casey Middlestad, another example of a guy who looks like he's flatlining. You want to talk about jokes? How about the fact that generational, people threw around that term generational with Rasmus Dahlin oh, and Quinn fucking bro, Hughes is already better the, than him. Yo, How about that as a joke right up, there? Dude, shut the fuck up. Yo, ironically, I just talked about this in, in my Sipping on a 40 episode that's posted now. You want to hear a funny story about that this episode? Okay, let, 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 let's, uh, let's run the bullshit card here. Hey, there's a bullshit... <laughs> All right, so shout out to the Nux Misconduct Network. Shout out to Bonnie and Begsy because they inspired me to put some content out yesterday. It's been kind of hard to find the uh, the bug again. You know, it's, it's been a weird time in my life. Like I said, when the humans are hurting, I'm hurting. It is what it is. Ladies, when the humans are hurting, I'm hurting. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a lovable dude. I love, the, I love the world. That's just a fact. Trevor, give me an amen. Give me an amen, bro. Amen, brother. Okay. You're telling the truth. Okay. 
I made the episode because of what you guys have been doing for the past week, putting out some good work. Check out the quickie, check out Power of the Towel. I did the episode, posted it on the network, the Nux Misconduct Network, the best hockey network in the fucking world. I'm listening to, listening to it later, and I think I smoked the joint, and I thought I made a mistake. Like, I was doing this funny bit on Shveshnikov. Shveshnikov. Whatever. Shveshnikov, yeah, yeah. So, when I, heard, when I heard it back, I forgot I was doing a funny bit with it, and I thought I fucking stumbled the name. So, I'm like, yo, I got to edit that out. So, I, I put it in the drafts and was going to do it right now. Get to the studio. I realized that it was all part of a funny bit, but I was too, I was too high to you know, comprehend <laughs> what I was doing. So, it's posted now, but... Tying it back into Rasmus Dahlin, we went back to the 2018 draft in that episode because of Quinn Hughes. And the season has stopped, and people think it's over. It may be over. It feels weird. It feels like a dream. It, it may, looking back at it, it'll be, it may be a year that we won't remember. But, but shit did happen. I mean, for the first time in Vancouver Canucks history, they were, they were able to find a number one defenseman. Like, it, real talk, it took 50 years which is remarkable to think about. We're talking about Vancouver. We're talking about Canada. 50 yeah. years. There's five skaters on the ice. It took 50 years. This was remarkable, and Quinn Hughes was that good. I go back to the 2018 draft because people like you, and I'm going to call you right. I'm going to call you a dumbass. Real talk. People like you just totally, totally just ditching or pushing Rossmus Dahlin to the side. The dude, back-to-back -back years with 40 points, he's he's 19 years old. Has he Has he set the roof on fire this year? No, not really based on expectations, but man, come on. Let's be real, bro. The dude plays for Buffalo. 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 They're bad. They suck. You want to talk about bad culture? Buffalo has bad culture. I, I, I'm just I'm just still high, very high on Ross McDonnell. Now, I know people like you and even Harmon. I'm going to call him out, the whiz kid. He put, he put out that article to the people, to the free people, about Ross McDonnell and how Quinn Hughes is the better defenseman or you know, playing better, the metrics, blah, blah, blah. Yo, I, I just think that's getting way too ahead of ourselves. Rossmus Dahlin, he's generational. Quinn, Quinn Hughes, he's part of the revolution, and we're very blessed to have him, but I'm still not set set in stone saying that he's the best player in that draft. I really am not. Yeah, I, I, I'll, I'll back up my point a bit since you got to pull the dumbass card, man. You know, that hurts my feelings. He's a very sensitive guy here. Uh, Rasmus Dahlin, I don't like I don't like how people have thrown, thrown around the term generational. I mean, that was a term that was thrown in a lot before the draft. You just threw it out right now. It's it's all It was all hysteria. You look at it now, and maybe he's got the chance to be that, but I think the term generational has to be saved for guys like McDavid, for guys like Crosby, for guys like Ovechkin. When you have someone like Quinn Hughes... And Kale McCarr, both those guys are already light years ahead of Rasmus oh! Dahlin right now. If you, if you, if you were going to call Rasmus Dahlin generational, you're doing a disservice to McCarr and Hughes. It's as simple what? as that. Rasmus Dahlin's a great player, and he's going to be a good player in this league for a long time. But it looks like people were a little bit too... Um, they were wow. jumping the gun on the generational card. Okay, let's, let's do a bet right now. We're going to be friends forever. So let's say in 20 years... We're going to look back, you know, whatever. We'll be with the families at a nice barbecue, and we'll be in a little circle, and I'm going to be like, yo, Trevor, remember this bet we made 20 years ago during this pandemic? Who's the better player? Rasmus Dahlin or who had the better career? Dahlin or Quinn Hughes? Yo, you know me. I'm the biggest Quinn Hughes fan, but I'm also a big Rasmus Dahlin fan. I really am, and defense, playing defense is a hard position. Playing in Buffalo is even harder. I think he has lived up to somewhat of the hype, and he's only going to get better. He's only going to be a better man. Just, hey, man. Maybe I'm just, again, biggest Quinn Hughes fan. Maybe I'm just not appreciating Quinn Hughes enough, but I am. I've been on this guy's wagon for, like, what, 
for what? Like since September, bro. I called him the best defenseman, bro. Yeah, yeah, you are the biggest Quinn Hughes fan of all time. So the fact that you're back in Dolene is it's bold, man. It is very bold. But I think we forget how how young Rasmus Dolene still 19, is. Bro. I don't even want to blame Buffalo too much because he's getting the opportunity there. He actually wasn't even given the minutes. He's gone through two coaches who kind of took away some of his minutes. He was playing in that second pairing, even third pairing role. And y'all talking nights, mad whereas shit. Whereas Quinn Hughes, whereas, what's that? And y'all talking mad shit. Real talk, y'all talking mad shit. But that's he's what I'm saying. Yo. Quinn Hughes has grabbed the bull by the horns and he's taking that opportunity. Rasmus Dahlini still had some, he still had a learning curve yo, for sure. Like he he's got, he's got skills, Buffalo. he's got physicality. That's all fairly obvious. But he there's plays, been a learning, a bigger learning curve for him, I'd say, than Quinn Hughes. And maybe it's age, maybe it's the player. Buffalo, bro. He plays in Buffalo. That's all I'm saying. Buffalo. Well, what's the coolest thing to do in Buffalo? Nobody knows. That's a great Nobody That's a great knows. question. People only know when, about- when I get when I get to Buffalo on the quickie, I'll find something. <laughs> Yo, I don't know. If, I, I don't hey, know if you heard the quickie have, today about have, Edmonton. I'm loving it. I'm loving it. I'm loving the whole, it. I know. I, I was I was surprised looking at uh, you know the best and worst of Edmonton. There's a whole fucking website dedicated to how much Edmonton sucks. Like, I almost wonder if we're gonna find something like that for Buffalo as well. I feel bad for these people, you know. Oh yo, I feel bad for Buffalo because you know you know me. I talk a lot of shit about America and, and how they don't support hockey. Buffalo. They fuck with hockey, man. I want them to do well. Same with Minnesota. Just not right now, okay? Well, you know, the season's over. So, again, Vancouver lucky, yo. Vancouver's so lucky, bro. When the when the world starts up again and shit's normal, and, and the Vancouver Canucks are in the playoffs based on point percentage, oh, shit, and we barbecuing? <laughs> that's going to be nice, bro. That's going to that's gonna be crazy. Yeah, good, good times upcoming, man. Good times upcoming. Okay, just a couple more couple more jokes I wanted to get to before we get to the real jokester in Ty Lemon. Uh, one was the Florida Panthers handing Sergei Bobrovsky a $70 million whoa, deal. Whoa, the dude is, the dude made $11.5 million in salary this season. Dude. He's one of the worst starting goaltenders in hockey. Wow. You talk about jokes, man. Bobrovsky wow. getting his 10 on, hey. breaking it in, and laughing all the way to the bank. Bro, you talk is too much shit today, bro. But Brosky, this guy donated $100,000 to the people in Florida working at that building, bro. Okay, so I'm not talking I'm not talking any shit about Sergey. I don't give a fuck about how much money this dude makes and how bad his save percentage is. Bro, the dude donated $100,000. It's a lot of money, bro. It's a lot of money. Real talk. Y'all give this guy a round of applause. Yo, he's the beauty of the month. He's the beauty of the month. He really is. <laughs> Oh, man. What about the other players donating money, too, man? I mean, you know, no, it's good on Bobrovsky. It's good on Bobrovsky. You, yeah. you want to bring the human aspect in, to it? I do, good man. On Yo, we need, no, we need sure. the human aspect on the program today. We do. True enough. Yeah. We do, man. True and enough. we're going to have this comedian on, too. Uh, bro, that dude and his t-shirts game, man. His t-shirt game is strong, bro. <laughs> Yo, that guy's t-shirt game is strong, bro. Yo, that guy's, that guy's no-shirt game is strong, man. I wonder <laughs> if we should uh, post a picture of him and Randy when we tweet this episode out. But, uh, yeah, Ty, Ty Lemon, he's a, he's a beauty. Pride in Nanaimo Ooh. in Victoria right now on Vancouver Island. Uh, good stuff here at this interview with Ty Lemon here on Silky and Filthy. All right, joining us today on Silky and Filthy, he's a successful comedian from beautiful, beautiful Nanaimo, British Columbia, shout out to the West Coast, shout out to Vancouver Island. Uh, this guy is also making waves in the hockey world, and he's going to tell you a bit about it now. Ty Lemon, welcome to the show. How are you doing today, man? I'm doing great. What's shaking, boy? It's good to be on. What's shaking? This guy, I love it. This sounds like the kind of guy that used to be on Silky and Filthy. Oh, yeah, you know? He's got up, that man. silky straight swagger. Up. He's probably got the filthy jokes, too, man. Sounds this, like this Nanaimo. Awesome. Oh, this is going to be a fun time. <laughs> I can't wait. Where's the popcorn at, bro? 
<laughs> All right. Well, I'm yeah, a- yeah, yeah. Nanaimo, but also Victoria. I'm in Victoria right now. So, okay. Uh, yeah, I'm kind of all over, and I'm, I'm I'm doing shows and stuff in Vancouver too. So all over uh, beautiful BC. Okay. First question then, because we we West Coast bias here, baby. That's that's what we do here. It's all, we all about the West Coast bias, and the best place in the West Coast is this province, BC. What's what's the nicest place in BC? Uh, I'm going Victoria. Oh, uh, I'm, a, I'm a huge Victoria fan, man. I'm, I'm actually from Winnipeg originally. I, I moved out here to play soccer for, for the University of Victoria. And I was on campus for about five seconds, and I was like, I'm, I'm not fucking leaving. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm going to live here from now on. So my parents ended up retiring to Nanaimo. And, uh, yeah, I love Victoria. I, I spent some time in uh, in kind of Kelowna, Soyuz in the summer, too. So so that, that, that spot's really great in the summer. But, uh, yeah, I'm going Victoria. I'm going Victoria number one. Yeah, Victoria is sweet, man. You know, it was, it was surprising for me. I think it was a couple of years ago. I hadn't been in Victoria for about five, six years. And I went back to Victoria yeah. and I was like, man, there's got to be more weed shops per capita than like anywhere <laughs> else I've ever seen. Like, it's crazy, more man. Than Starbucks. Yeah, yeah, it's, more it's than nuts. Starbucks, I think, buddy. Wow, yeah. <laughs> man. Wow. Hey, all stoners out there, if you haven't been to Victoria, BC, the capital of British Columbia, go check it out. Uh, lots of weed there, man. Lots of weed flowing around. And you got Ty. You got Ty over there as well. And he sounds like a fucking fun guy. He sounds like there a mess. Yeah, you can come. You can get uh, higher than the price of gas and more do comedy. Higher Damn. than the price of gas. That's what I'm yo, talking this, about this, right now. This guy's a mushroom, yo. He's, <laughs> he's, he's a fun guy. There we go. <laughs> yo, yo, well, spe- speaking of fun, Ty, Ty's been having some fun this year. Uh, he's been making waves in the hockey world, and it all started because of one tweet. So, Ty, do you just want to tell the stories to our listener in case they haven't heard it before? Ty. Well, Oh, Ty, did we lose you there, man? Hey, there we go. We're back, boys. Oh, we're back. All right, all right, all right. Well, we're glad to have you back. It's been a while. Um, <laughs> <laughs> hey! Uh, Ty, I just want to get, get you to tell the listeners about your story, about why 2020 has been so damn good for you so far. Yeah, well, it, it kind of all, uh, you know, started just with a tweet uh, about our beer league hockey team. So I play uh, for an over-35 uh, beer league hockey team in Nanaimo. Um, and yeah, we had uh, kind of something that, uh, was kind of a thing we've been doing for a few years now where essentially uh, I, I was introduced to it and, and thought it was pretty hilarious where we actually have a team on our hockey schedule uh, called the Phantoms. But uh, much like the name suggests, the Phantoms aren't real. Uh, it's Nobody plays for the Phantoms. There's no team in the league called the Phantoms. Uh, and essentially all the boys just meet at the bar have a bunch of drinks and then everyone returns home and tells their wife or girlfriend that they scored the winning goal. So, yeah, we do that about four times a year. Uh, and it was a story that I was kind of working out on stage, but it, it wasn't really working too well um, in the comedy clubs. And then I just tweeted it out. And, and within a couple, you know, within a couple minutes, uh, it had thousands of people retweeting it. And it just uh, just kind of went crazy from there. Yeah, man, it's, it's funny that it resonated so quickly on Twitter. Well, why, why do you think that is? Why do you think that, you know, people in Victoria weren't laughing? Were they too stoned, perhaps? Whereas the hockey world <laughs> just kind of like flew off by storm? Like, what, what's going on there? Yeah, maybe it, it could be. Um, I, I think unless you kind of you know played hockey or, or you have someone in your family that uh, that plays beer league, that, that you know it definitely resonates with that type of person. Uh, and yeah, for me, what what ended up happening was it, it kind of got retweeted by uh, a good friend of mine who actually plays on our team uh, named Steve Parsons, who was a kind of a legendary AHL uh, fighter. I, I think at one point he held the record for most penalty minutes in an organized hockey game, which uh, which we were all super proud of him for that. But, uh, but yeah, then he ended up retweeting it. He, he was a guest on, uh, you know, the popular hockey podcast, Chicklets, which you're probably aware of. Um, and then once he retweeted it, they saw it, you know, they put it on their social media and everything, and it just kind of went crazy from there. 
Yeah, you've gotten some crazy reactions. So how about you tell us, after you send the tweet out, you know, you're getting the retweets, you're getting the likes, you're getting the laughs. Uh, what were some of the responses that kind of uh, changed things for you? Well, yeah, there was a few. There was uh, uh, something that happened right away was uh, I was approached by, well, once it once it went on Spit and Chicklets, it ended up going on Barstool Sports and, and you know, all of, uh, all of my buddies are super, super big fans of Barstool. So once it went on there, it, it you know, I'm getting a whole bunch of calls from everybody. A lot of my buddies uh, back home in uh, in Winnipeg there that I hadn't talked to for a while. We're, we're getting in touch, so that was pretty cool. Um, and then, yeah, I ended up getting you know DMs from uh, you know Jay Onright and and uh, Dan O'Toole and a bunch of different people. And uh, yeah, they ended up kind of reading it out on on you know dozens of radio stations all over all over Canada. It was on the Jay and Dan podcast. It was. Uh, you know, on Sportsnet Radio with James Sabolski, it was, uh, you know, pretty much any type of hockey page, like Sauce Hockey, Hockey Collective, all that kind of stuff all ran with it, which was pretty cool. And, uh, yeah, a couple interesting DMs was one was a, a writer, um, uh, kind of an award-winning Canadian writer from this hour of 22 minutes um, who got in touch with me right away and, and you know, expressed his desire to uh, develop it for television. So um, we kind of put our heads together and we're, we're presenting that to, uh, to Bell Media sometime next month so really excited about that and, and another cool thing um was there's a, a really fast growing instagram uh page called friday beers uh which uh you know again a lot of my friends follow and like and uh and they actually uh hit me up and, and i signed uh, an exclusive merchandise deal with them so um we're gonna have uh you know a full line of phantoms clothing and hockey jerseys that's gonna drop uh the uh to coincide with the opening round of nhl playoffs so so super excited about that as well. Damn, damn, good for you, man. Good for you. You've been you're a writer as well, right? So you've been Yeah, yeah. I used to uh used to write for, you know, the Winnipeg Free Press and then when I was at university I, I had a, a column for uh the University of Victoria newspaper and I used to write for the Nanaimo Daily News. So so yeah, essentially once I stopped, you know, writing for them, I, I started uh you know, developing uh just writing for, for my own comedy and uh, that's what got me into stand up. Yo, per- personal question. Like, I don't, I don't really care about my viewers at this moment. I just got to know something. Is it easier for you to write in the morning? <laughs> uh, it's not. No, not for me, man. Um, I pretty much have to do it. Uh, so I'm not really a morning person. So as soon as I get up, I'm, uh, I'm heading to work and uh, doing the day job. And then uh, kind of maybe do something active after work. And then, and then once I'm, I'm kind of worn out from the day, I like sit down and, and hammer and stuff out. So, cool. I, I, you know, you keep, you keep the notepad and, and when, when the inspiration strikes. But, uh, but typically, it, it, it's usually later on in the day. Yeah, I know Kyle's been, uh, we've been getting Kyle back into blogging here at NuxMisconduct.com. He's gone from podcaster to uh, all-star blogger. Yeah, here, what's so. up, ladies? Blogger, podcaster, <laughs> what you want, ladies? I got it. Yeah, don't you? Nice. <laughs> The Swiss Army knife, this guy. Hey, there you go, Just bud. don't tweet out a photo of Ty Lemon after this interview because then you're going to have no ladies after you, oh. man. This guy, this guy is jacked, man. Oh. Yo, I, I, I want to go off because about one thing I wanted to ask you about anyways, but uh, speaking of jacked photos, you, you had a photo with Randy from Trailer Park Boys that you met at a show. Uh, first and foremost, I think you got to have a few cheeseburgers to catch up to him. But uh, secondly, how about, how about you tell us a bit about that, that interview, man? That guy must have been pretty interesting. Oh yeah, absolutely. And I, I I didn't see him at a show. I actually was his opening act for a while. Um, so so that's uh, I toured around with him. So we did uh, three dates uh, in Vancouver and, and and on the island as well. So yeah, it was pretty cool being being his opening uh, his opening act. And 
getting to get to know him a little bit, but uh, yeah, that's a pretty pretty impressive cheeseburger graveyard that he drags around with him there uh, in the Valley <laughs> area. So um, yeah, that was pretty cool, and, and I was a huge Trailer Park Boys fan uh, when I was younger, so so that was a nice better than the cat for sure. So so how many cheeseburgers does he actually eat? like? How many cheeseburgers were you trying to pound back on the road with him, or is he more? Of a well, salad he guy definitely in the yeah he. He dummy, he dummies a lot. Um, for me, it, we were kind of, <laughs> I didn't eat with him too, too many times, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, once, once he takes that shirt off, it's, uh, it's pretty impressive, man. It's, uh, it's something you definitely gotta take a photo with. And, um, uh, yeah, he actually had a pretty long, uh, meet and greet line of, uh, of females that were, were wanting a piece of him. So I think he still does pretty well in the female department too. Ladies, there you go, Kyle. See, I know Kyle wants to go to the gym six days a week, but uh, that's maybe you just got to work in the cheeseburger gut instead, man. Like you got to have your own thing. It's not necessarily the gym. Oh, no, it's, it's never the gym. It's just the confidence, man. That's all it is. All right, all right. The gym is not my... Yeah, being, being, on, being on TV doesn't hurt either. Dude, it's not the gym. It's the fact that I'm a hockey blogger, man. Come on, that's all I got to tell. <laughs> hey, baby. <laughs> that's all it is yo i'm a blogger yo I got oh it. man yeah try, trying to find your way in the hockey world ty ty's making his way up the ladder right now uh ty so obviously you got the hockey jokes going right now which are working for you but i want to know what got you into comedy in the first place man well uh, back in high school I, I was into acting and, and doing stuff like that and and you know i used to take uh you know lots of drama classes and, and stuff like that in high school and then yeah i was actually playing playing soccer uh you know pretty competitively at a high level and once I retired from that, I've, I've had a lot more time to, to pursue other passions. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to get back into writing again. And I realized some of the stuff that, that I was writing was better suited uh, for the stage. Um, so, yeah, I took the plunge a couple of years ago. And uh, and it just uh, – everything's kind of snowballed from there. So, it's, it's been great. I'm, uh, I guess most of your, your listeners are probably in the Vancouver area. Um, so, I'm at, uh, at Yuck Yucks there uh, pretty nice. frequently. Um, and then, uh, yeah, there's lots of uh, great places to do comedy in Victoria as well. There's a pretty thriving scene here. So, uh, yeah, it's been, been fantastic, been a lot of fun and, uh, something that I'm just trying to keep on, uh, getting better at and, uh, and, and progress, but it's been, it's been a fun ride so far. And man, we're, life is about having that fun ride, but, uh, you know, you've, you've been in clubs in Victoria and Vancouver. I know you said Victoria is your favorite city, but what about the comedy clubs in general? Like, is that scene, do you think it's better in Victoria? You think you got some crazier fans or would you prefer being in Van City for that? Yeah, yeah, I think so. There's a, there's a club here uh, called Hecklers uh, that's, uh, that I'm at fairly regularly, and it's, uh, it, it's definitely one of the top clubs in the nation. So if anybody's ever in Victoria, they run shows uh, Friday and Saturday nights, a uh, fantastic comedy club called Hecklers. Um, I love Yuck Yucks in Vancouver as well, and uh, there's also a, a show every Wednesday if you're in downtown Victoria uh, at a place called The Mint. It's Phillips Comedy Night where you get to see some great comics. So uh, lots of places to check out good live comedy. Um, yeah, lots of places to uh, to get up. There you go, man. And you know what? So since you got you hopped on a hockey podcast here, you're making NHL jokes, I wanted to ask you, what's the most comedic thing about the NHL today? What, what makes you laugh the most about the best hockey league in the world? <laughs> Um, I don't, well, for me, is uh, I'm, a, I'm actually a Winnipeg Jets fan, and uh, and I've had the uh, um, the privilege of watching uh, Dustin Bufflin play for for, for a while. So um, got to hang out with him, and, uh, and he's a great guy. But uh, yeah, definitely, anytime you see him grabbing grabbing three guys and dragging them wherever he wants, um, that that usually makes me laugh. So so we definitely missed him on the back end this year. Um, but uh, but yeah, he's always worth worth uh, the price of admission. Dustin Bufflin, man. Yeah, you must have some good stories like him. Do you, do you feel like he's misunderstood at all? You know, he's kind of, he's a mysterious guy, but in the NHL, but man, he got, seems like he'd be a fucking riot to hang out with. 
Absolutely, yeah. He's definitely one of the one of the funner guys to have a beer with. Um, and uh, and yeah, I think people don't realize you know how much of a force he is. And when you got someone like that that you can play, you know, essentially half the game when he's going, uh, you know, he can play big minutes. Um, you know, he, he puts up a lot of points. And um, yeah, we've definitely been missing him uh, this year. But uh, yeah, what what a character! There's not too many characters left in the NHL, but he's, he's certainly one of them. Yeah, they're losing the tough guys, losing the characters, and you know maybe that's why we got to have you on this podcast too, man. Like you gotta, you gotta tell us what's, about what's going on with uh, your life right now. But also we need we need funnier guys in the NHL. Do you feel like the NHL maybe maybe lacks a bit of personality sometimes, or do you think just uh, uh, just you know media's not getting it out of them enough? Yeah, I think so. I mean, you're seeing a little bit more of it. You're seeing guys uh, showing their personality, you know, a little bit more through social media, but uh, you're still getting. You know, the, the media asking the same questions and the same, you know, 110% every game uh, stuff. But, uh, yeah, hopefully with social media and that, there, people can kind of take on a, uh, you know, can, can not be as scared to show their personality uh, and, and can help grow the game. You know, I know Ovechkin's a guy that, that, that a lot of people like who shows his personality. And, uh, you know, they do it in, in a, pretty much every other sport. So, so I don't think, uh, you know, doing more of it in hockey would go amiss. Yeah, fair enough, man. Well, also, one last thing I want to ask you before we, we head out here on Silky and Filthy. Uh, if, if you were playing hockey, what position would you be, man? Because, you know, you're a pretty big, burly guy. Like, do you think you're, you know, first-line winger scoring the goals? you think you're, you're crushing bodies, man? Like, well, what, what position would you be out there? Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm playing. I'm, I'm still playing, so I'm in a beer league right now in Victoria. Um, but so the boys are just loving, uh, you know, all the all the attention that the Sweden stuff is getting. But, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm playing big minutes on that back end, man. I'm... Uh, I think I played about 45 <laughs> minutes last game. So, uh, Ladies! Yeah, big minutes and, uh, and, and I'll be probably a little bit more of a stay-at-home defenseman. But, uh, but yeah, that's, that, that's where I'm playing. And, and you better believe I'm, I'm hopping on that PT1, too. Oh, man, 45 minutes. Hey, you better be on the power play, dude. No question about <laughs> it. So you're actually playing a beer team, man. So, so the Phantoms thing is just, it's just the, the side team then. So you're, you're actually playing on a team for real. Are they called the fans? Yeah, for real. So, so, so that was. I mean, a lot of people have hit me up. Uh, you know, even like I had some ESPN reporter just hit me up the other day, and, and he's asking, like, you know, this can't be real, right? But uh, no, it's a true story. It's uh, so it was a team in Nanaimo, um, you know, called the Tubbers. Shout out to the Tubbers. They're an over thirty-five team, and uh, yeah, for four times a year, we went to the the good old fashioned hardworking quarterway pub. Um, and, you know, did a little bit of team bonding. And, uh, you know, the boys always uh, ended up getting two points the next game. So, um, yeah, it was a real thing. And, and these days I'm playing in a, uh, in a league just out of Oak Bay in, uh, in Victoria. So, um, yeah, keeping busy and, uh, and yeah, uh, having a lot of fun playing hockey and, uh, and doing stand-up comedy shows. Oh, fucking rights, man. Sounds like you're living life. The last thing I'll ask you before I go, you know, I- I'm a recently married man. Um, yeah. sh- should I be joining uh, a phantom team uh, and tell my wife that I'm uh, playing hockey for three hours of the week? Absolutely. Absolutely. Absolutely, buddy. I mean, just, just on the basis of improving team morale, um, I-, I think a lot of people, when they saw this, they, uh, there was a couple people that were mad. You know, they, they were acting like we were, you know, I was uh, revealing an industry secret, but-, but I don't think anybody was doing it before us, man. So I think I was the first and everybody can uh, can feel free to put a phantoms on the schedule whether it's four or eight times a year and uh and yeah definitely will improve team morale so so i would recommend you do it for sure yeah i think you, i think you're right it's all about balance you know like I can't, I can't be doing it once a week that's just crazy but you know a good 48 times a year that seems that seems like a legitimate plan right there yeah i like the season so at least do it once a season you know four times a year would be great and uh and, and yeah that's definitely it uh, it helped our team and uh we ended up winning the league that uh, that last year so I think, uh, you know, the coaching plays, plays a part and the practices uh, 
play a part, but I, I think the games against the Phantoms are what really pushed us over the edge. Uh, there you go. You know, uh, we you heard it from that uh, Irish uh, rugby player who came to Vancouver a couple years back. Sometimes guys need the change up, you know, just drink those 10, 20 beers, go get some. You're going to come <laughs> back fresher. It's just the way it goes in hockey. Hey. Absolutely. Yeah. It's, uh, you know, you got to kind of, if you guys are on a losing streak, you get the fuck thing out of the way there and, uh, and you get everybody out and you do it that way. So I highly recommend. And uh, yeah, for a newly married guy as well, it wouldn't hurt to have a couple extra extra days out of the house. And there you go. So we have Ty Lemon in here on Silky and Filthy. Not only is he a comedian, not only is he blown up in the hockey world, he could also be a motivational speaker. The guy's full of positivity, good advice. Ty, we want to thank you for coming on here. Maybe just want to plug your stuff before you head out here. Tell us uh, where people can find your stuff in the coming weeks. Yeah, my pleasure, fellas. Yeah, I had a blast. Um, so if you guys are on Instagram and Twitter, uh, it's, it's at Tux Lemons, so T-U-X-L-E-M-O-N-S. And uh, if you follow me on there, I have a lot of uh, you know jokes and hockey stuff on there. You can see clips of my stand-up on my Instagram. Uh, and then, yeah, we're going to be dropping uh, a whole line of Phantom clothing and jerseys uh, via Friday beers. Uh, so that's going to come the first week of NHL playoffs. Uh, and then hopefully we'll get some good news here with our, our Pitch to Bell media. So, um, yeah, stay tuned to my social media. Uh, and, yeah, wish you boys the best. An absolute uh, blast on the pod with you. Hey, Thanks, man. man. We, we appreciate that. We love having the West Coast bias on the show, and uh, it just made it that much better that you're from Vancouver Island. So, Ty, thanks straight again for up, joining us up. on Silky and Filthy. Best of luck, man. All right, boys. Get it in and keep it out. Take care. Peace. Oh, wow. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Peace. was fantastic, man. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. All right, you silky studs, you're listening to Silky and Filthy. I'm Trevor Beggs. He's Kyle Bowen. This show, oh, yo, part of the yo. Nux Misconduct Network. Comedian you get Kyle four Bowen. Shows. Comedian, comedian. Kyle Bowen. Oh, sorry, comedian. <laughs> comedian Kyle Bowen. Oh, man. You, you, you got a joke to close out the, the show, Kyle? You must have a joke in there being the no, comedian I did, guy. I did write a joke um, a while ago, but to be honest, we've already talked about we talked about sex way too much on this episode, so we got to like chill the fuck out, you know? Come on, man. John Janet. Yo, the boss John's going to listen to all this shit, you know? He's going to be like, yo, what is this show? This should be on another network. <laughs> real talk. <laughs> hey, we, yo, we put the explicit tag on him, man. I mean, no, what more can you ask I, I mean, I could, I could tell this joke right now, but fuck, man. Man, I actually wrote a joke, dude. Ah, you know what? I'm, I'm going to leave it. I'm going to leave it. <laughs> I'm going to leave it right now. I'm going to need to put some work on this. But uh, why, are we supposed to tell jokes right now? That's the thing, right? Let me Google some jokes. Do you got a joke? You got a joke? Uh, I'll see. I, only, I really only know one joke. Okay, say it's, it. Uh, say I'll try it. I'll see if I can it. remember off the top of my head. Say it. Okay. Uh, all right. So there's this there's this greasy old hippie one day. <laughs> he walks onto a bus. Uh, he goes to the back of the bus and he sees this nun. And it's the most beautiful nun that he's ever seen before. 
Shout so he out. goes up to the nun and says, hey, you know, you're the, you're the most beautiful nun I've ever seen. Uh, I really want to have sex with you. And the <laughs> nun's like, no, what the fuck? Get out of here. What's wrong with you? So the nun gets off the bus. And then as the, as the greasy old hippie's walking off the bus, he walks by the bus driver. And the bus driver says, hey, you want to have sex with that nun? What? I know exactly what you need to do. You need to dress up as Jesus and go to the graveyard where she prays every night. What? Is that the joke? And no, whoa, 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 whoa. It's not done. It's, it's a little long. You gotta, you gotta be patient. Anyways, he said, if you want to have sex with you, go to this graveyard and pretend you're Jesus. So the hippie, nothing better, nothing else better to do. He goes to the dollar store, you know, buys the robes, goes to the graveyard at midnight. And sure enough, there's the nun. And he says, hey, I'm Jesus. And I'm here to have sex with you. Oh. And the nun says, okay, what? but I want to do a back door so I can keep my virginity. Wow. So they, so, uh, so the hippie does the nun in the back door and they have a great time and all. When all is said and done, they're laying, looking at the stars, and Jesus says, I'm not actually Jesus. I'm that greasy old hippie from the bus. And the nun says, I'm not that nun from the bus. I'm the bus driver. <laughs> Yo, is that, is that even illegal? Legal, is it sorry? even illegal? Is it legal? Uh, sorry? You know, I don't know if it's legal or illegal. You yo, know, people, we need some jokes right now in times like yo, this. So was, I thought I'd tell you the yo, only joke I know. Yo, seriously, man, bro, that I I honestly knew it was gonna be about sex. Like real talk, right away, I was like, oh, this, of dude, this this dude's gonna go off on on some bullshit right now. And uh, you, <laughs> the way you orchestrated or presented that whole joke was remarkable, bro. Like that that's something that you definitely tell around the campfire every single year, right? Because you killed oh, yeah. it. And the ending was hilarious, and uh, it was, it was illegal. <laughs> <laughs> what was it? I don't even know. I don't think it's illegal, but there's there's a certain element no, no, of wrongness was, to it. We'll say it that was way. Illegal. That was. <laughs> well, like, what could, what can I say, man? I think this has definitely been. I got one. Uh, the I got one. I got one. Oh, you got one? Okay, okay. Comedian Kyle Bowen, ladies and gentlemen, with the joke. I I didn't write this, though. This is from uh, some fucking parade.com, okay? This is good, though. And I would tell this joke, and uh, I wish I could write knock-knock jokes. You know, it'd be crazy. Okay, so knock-knock. Who's there? Luke. Luke who? Luke through the peephole and find out. (laughs) 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 Okay. All you perverts in isolation, you know what to do. Oh, man. They're, what? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Okay, be nice to each other. Love each other. Stay safe. Stay healthy. Oh, That's what man. you got to do in times like this. Okay. You know we're a bunch of dirty jokesters here on, on Silk and Filthy. And, I mean, and laugh. Yo, man. Come on, man. Yo, it's okay to be a dirty jokester right now. We talked about it earlier, man. More people are going to be... Quote unquote, making yo, should I just put some making love music in the background right here on this episode? Oh, right, why not, man? I mean, that's that's one way to end it off. People are gonna finish listening to this episode and be so horny (laughs) that they're gonna go have to do it with a significant right here. That's just the way it goes here. Love music instrumental violin. I don't want that violin shit. Yo, damn, bro, look at this silhouette. This silhouette's crazy. Okay, okay, wait, 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 wait. All right, Trevor, let's get out of here. Can you hear the music in the background? Oh, I hear it, man. I hear it loud and clear. So why don't you give a a message to the people? Well, like I said, in these times, you know, you got to stay safe, stay healthy. That's that's what we know. But you got to also... You gotta also find happiness. You gotta also please yourselves in times like this. And sometimes pleasing yourselves comes in the form of, you know... Making love. Quarantining, quarantining your private parts in someone else's private wow, parts. Wow, That's dude, what you got to do in times like this. This is by so. far the dirtiest episode ever, man. Honestly, 
this is just filthy as fuck. But yo, it's still doing it, it for the people. And real talk, in times like this, it's gonna be hard to find. Yo, it's gonna be hard to find those moments of love. So, real talk, if you if you there with your loved one and you just locked out, fuck it. Real talk, fuck it. Realist, <laughs> fuck it. You know what? You know when the biggest stress relievers out there, you know what to do. You heard it here. You heard it here first on Silky. Yo, why do you Silky. why do you say it like that, bro? Like you got these punchlines on deck, bro. Uh, you know, we, we've been making the show for, uh, you know, yeah, a, a good season and a bit now. We hopped on. It's actually been a, you know, c- congratulations to us, man. Where's the applause button? We've been doing the show on Nux Misconduct for a year now. Oh, for a year? Uh, yeah, it was oh, March man. last year. We hopped on board with SB Nation Damn. after doing this for a couple of months by ourselves. So uh, kudos to us, man. It's been a fun ride. And, and you know, uh, hopefully yeah. we can keep uh, turning the people on. And let's be real, after today's episode, this may be our last episode with SB Nation. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but this music's way better right here. And you know what? I'm going to use this time to talk about what you just talked about. Real talk, yo. It's been a year since we've been at Nux Misconduct. It's been fun. We just had our our biggest month last last month. And I think that somewhat affected how how I was feeling, you know, post, post-lockout, if you want to say, or whatever the NHL is doing. It just kind of affected me. We're on a roll. It is what it is, though. Um, I think the main goal for a lot of people during, the, during these times, should I just talk in a weird voice, like a little sexy voice right now? During these times, (laughs) during these times, I know shit's tough, but just make it out alive so you can rebound because baby, that's all you got to do is rebound. Real talk. Stay alive. Stay alive, baby. Stay alive, thrive and and get it in. (laughs) That's the advice here on Silky and Filthy. That is the advice. (laughs) Oh, Uh, man. That's been a a fun episode, man. We made some jokes uh, about hockey itself. Uh, We talked with the jokester, Ty Lemon. Uh, Kyle, you dropped your jokes on here. It's it's been a fun episode, but, uh, you know, I got to get out of here, get back to my quarantine. Oh, real talk. Stay uh, away from your wife, bro. You better stay away from your wife, man. Real talk. Y'all got too close on the FaceTime there. I'm ratting you out. That's not nice, bro. That's not nice. You're selfish. Yeah, I know. We're we're practicing social distancing right now. I've got a little case of the sniffles, so you can never be too safe in this day and age. Mm -hmm. Uh, But everyone else, keep staying safe. Go get it in. And we'll catch you filthy bastards next time. Peace out. Peace out.